0: How much does medical error contribute to deaths in hospital? An analysis article in the BMJ explores the literature on medical error to identify its contribution to US deaths and calls for better reporting on this. I'm Navjoit Lader, Analysis Editor, and I'm joined now by Martin McCary, Professor of Surgery and Health Policy at Johns Hopkins University School of Medicine and one of the authors of the article. So, Marty, just to start with, can you set the scene for us? What were you aiming to address with this paper?
1: Well, it turns out uh, when we have a patient or I have a patient that dies from a communication breakdown or poorly coordinated care or a misdiagnosis, that death certificate, when it gets filled out, asks what is the primary immediate cause of the patient's death. And the answer to that question that I put on or you or any physician lists on that death certificate is what populates our country's national health statistics. So as a result, the problem of people dying from medical care gone wrong has been vastly underappreciated and not even recognized in this process by which we record and tally our um, health statistics. These are um, issues that have lived in locker rooms and doctor's lounges and nursing stations where people talk about stories and it's almost as if everyone knows of, of examples that they've witnessed or know of. Um, but the, they they live in the form of stories and not in the form of uh, epidemiological, epidemiological numbers.
0: So you um, set about coming up with a current estimate for medical error as a cause of death in the U.S., um, can you briefly describe what you did and what you found?
1: We have relied on a study from 1999, which is the most highly cited publication in the entire field of quality and safety in the, in the world medical literature. It's a study from the Institute of Medicine in the United States that doesn't have any original research itself. It simply cited stu- uh, two studies, one dating back to 1984. So I literally go to meetings where we are frequently citing the study that relies, it's a report that cites a 1984 study on the um, incidence rate of medical errors. And, of course, it was not great science. It gave a broad estimate, and it was based on uh, reviewing charts at a um, uh, long-term and nursing care facility. So we've been citing numbers on the magnitude of the problem that are so old and so um, preliminary, that it's amazing we have not had updates since then that are being cited. And it turns out in our research, we found there are several good studies that we synthesized in a um, in a type of uh, consensus report. And uh, we're able to say, hey, let's look at the best science in the field of quality and safety and get a more updated number to this 1999 report that everybody's citing. And it turns out the number is not the up to 100,000 deaths per year figure. It's much, much higher.
0: So, from your review of the literature, what what did you find? What was that figure?
1: Our point estimate shows that the figure is 251,000 per year, and that's not even a liberal definition or a liberal estimate. That is using some of the most conservative numbers in the let- in the literature. So, we believe the number of 251,000 people dying per year just in the United States from medical error or medical care gone wrong is a very conservative estimate. And the current number three cause of death in the United States listed in our country's national health statistics is not even close to that number. So even if the number came in much lower, if the estimate were, say, 180,000 deaths per year. It would still be the number three cause of death in the United States, but we feel very good about our estimate representing the best existing science in the field.
0: So the third leading cause of death in the U.S. after heart disease and cancer, that sounds like a very high figure. Were you surprised by um, the sort of scale of the problem?
1: We were surprised by the scale, but even more surprised that no one has placed the context of these estimates before. We spend a lot of money on heart disease. We spend a lot of money on cancer. We have not even begun to recognize the third leading cause of death in the um, in the United States, and we believe that this um, high prevalence rate of medical error is not unique to U.S. hospitals. It is likely um, a high-ranking cause of death throughout the world. As a matter of fact, the same stories, the same way in which Safety nets are missing and and standardization is lacking Uh, in the United States where medical error ranks number three also exists throughout the world. We've all known that there have been bad apples in medicine, but one thing now that um, has increased over time is as medical specialization grows, the sort of one-hammer approach within a specialty and the perverse incentives that exist in medicine have increased and that creates a complex uh, medical system that sometimes lacks transparency that results in the wide variation in quality of medical care that is the endemic problem uh, in safety and uh, i believe drives the cost crisis around the world
0: okay i mean i share your sense of surprise that this hasn't been accurately measured before and this scale is, seems very surprising and new to us. The um the you you mentioned that the data that is routinely collected on causes of death doesn't capture medical error. To date, why has that been?
1: Well, for a few reasons. One, it's only been in the last uh, several years that we've really begun to appreciate the role of medical error inpatient outcomes. It turns out that when there's an egregious uh, malpractice event, the part of any lawsuit is a settlement and part of any legal settlement is by routine what we call a gag order, which means that the patient and both parties are not allowed to talk about any of the details of the malpractice event for the rest of their lives. And that's part of the problem, I believe, in patient safety, is that we have created this wall of silence where we don't talk openly and honestly about the problems. Part of it is sort of this legal fear that we could be sharing um, our problems, but part of it is we don't have a standardized system like aviation. When a plane crashes, there's an investigation, and the entire pilot community worldwide learns something from the crash. There's a lesson learned. But yet in healthcare, the same mistakes happen again and again, and many of them are never investigated.
0: Okay, so what do you think is needed for us to get better at gathering this information and indeed synthesizing it, acting on it?
1: There are tremendous efforts to improve quality and safety, but yet they're vastly underfunded, under-recognized, and underappreciated. Part of the work of this analysis that we report on is to say Let's not just spend money where there are laboratories that can develop new scientific discoveries. Let's spend money where patients are being harmed in a preventable fashion. The list of most common causes of death that each country puts out each year is a big deal. That list is a big deal. It informs all of the research priorities for that country, research funding and public awareness campaigns. So by reforming our me- me- methodology so that our national health statistics in countries reflect the true causes of death, we can better appropriate funding and public health campaigns to support the efforts of those working to, to prevent the problem.
0: Okay. How do you think we, we can get more nuanced about that measurement? Because, as you said, there is a, a range of um, medical care gone wrong. I guess the first step is to just be open and measure it as a category. But do you, do you envisage that over time, as this becomes more acceptable, we can um, get, get greater clarity about exactly what elements of the medical care has gone wrong?
1: Well, in in general, in the field of patient safety and quality, we often ask ourselves, how do we measure these rare events and how do we get good numbers? And it turns out it's very difficult. If you're looking at retained sponges during uh, surgery or medication errors, these are problems that are difficult to measure. So one of the great proxies or surrogates of actual true incidence rates is oftentimes simply asking the clinician, What do you believe? What do you perceive? It turns out they give an answer that's pretty accurate. Uh, We believe it's accurate. Just like we're learning that patient-reported outcomes are very similar to independently collected patient outcomes. That is, you can simply ask the patient, how are you doing six months after your knee surgery with a few standardized questions? And that result is probably as accurate as an independent nurse chart reviewer.
0: We all kind of aspire to a no blame culture in healthcare and being open about error in order to, you know, for that, for that recognition and then acting on those findings. But in many places, we aren't quite there yet. So, how do you think your proposals might fit into that and how can we get away from that, that kind of environment of fear?
1: Well, we need legal protections, solid legal protections for a, a reporting system that enjoys the same legal protections that already exist when we discuss patient safety and quality information within an institution. When we report what we call our morbidity and mortality um, list every week, and we give those patient names and medical record numbers to our department where we sit down once a week and review those cases, that paper that we print out is not legally discoverable. It is not discoverable in a court of law. Well, we need the same protection for recording statistics on patients that experience medical errors so that we can measure the problem on both an institution level and a national level. So by adding a question in the death certificate that allows clinicians, coroners, medical examiners to say this was the true cause of death would allow us to Um, And and to be able to say that with the legal protections that quality data enjoy currently, it would allow us to finally measure the problem.
0: Thank you, Martin McCary for joining us. And that analysis article, Medical Error, the Third Leading Cause of Death in the US, is now available on the bmj.com.